Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast with Kevin Harrington and Seth Green. Kevin Harrington is the inventor of the infomercial, one of the original sharks from the hit TV show Shark Tank, and has generated over $5 billion in TV and digital direct response sales. Seth Green is the world's first trusted authority on cutting edge direct response marketing, a best-selling author, and the only three-time Marketer of the Year nominee. On the podcast, Kevin and Seth interview sharkpreneurs who share straight talk on what it takes to explode your business. Why do so many businesses struggle while others seem to explode overnight? Do you wish you had the secret to this type of exponential growth? Now, I've scaled more than 20 businesses to over $100 million, and it's not just luck. In my new book with Mark Tim, Mentor to Millions, you'll learn the repeatable framework I use in all my business ventures for massive success. Order at KevinMentor.com and get over $1,000 in bonuses. Head to KevinMentor.com. Welcome to the podcast. This is your co-host, Seth Green. Today, I've got the good force to be joined by Brian Matamore of the Growth Engine Company and Innovation Agency. Brian, thanks so much for joining us. Hey, Seth. Thanks for having me. Looking forward to it. All right. So for our folks watching and listening, what is the Growth Engine Company? Well, Growth Engine, we're a 21-year-old innovation agency. We're based in Westport, Connecticut. So what's an innovation agency? Well, we help companies come up with new stuff, uh, certainly new products and new strategies, that kind of thing. But also any place where companies are looking for, for new ideas. Um, it could be cost-cutting. It could be uh, trade relations. It could be selling anything where they're looking for a better idea. All right, so how does one get into that business? How did you guys get started? Well, I, I grew up in an entrepreneurial household. My dad was a, a semi-famous business person. He created the second largest research firm in the nation behind Nielsen is under the auspices of Time Inc. So I grew up in an environment that championed ideas. Um, so I studied psychology at Dartmouth and then I really began a really a 10-year search interviewing the experts and leading thinkers on how you get ideas, not only the, the techniques, but how you apply them practically to solve real-world challenges. And it was based on that passion that led to, uh, first to the Matamore Group, which was facilitating um, ideation sessions, and then the Growth Engine, which does innovation consulting. All right, so what types of companies do you help? We primarily work with medium and large size companies and of those primarily large companies. So, you know, a third of the Fortune 100, every, you know, the Unilever's and P&G's and on and on and on, uh, <clears throat> IBM, Sony, every sort of imaginable big company uh, we've worked with. Um, and, and, and so for your listeners, there may be a, a lot of smaller companies or entrepreneurial uh, startup guys. Um, you know, the books I've written are really designed to take these big business processes of how to think very differently and, and, and make them available to, to the smaller guys who, who need to, frankly, in my opinion, have the ability to come up with new ideas. That's the way that they're going to stand out, differentiate, and ultimately, in some cases, beat the big guys. And then what are you finding is their biggest issue? What are some of the biggest mistakes they're making when they're trying to innovate? Oh my gosh, <laughs> that, that is such a great question. You know, I think um, one of the problems, it, for uh, maybe I'll address this in two ways. For startups, 
uh, one of the problems is they only have one idea. <laughs> and, and, and they sort of go down that road and they find out that the, that the idea is not particularly good as they start doing it. And they haven't been, they're not creative enough to A, pivot, or B, an, invent an entirely new idea for that same target market. So that's one thing. Uh, it, it's, it, it's not having enough ideas uh, from the, from the get-go. And then secondly, um, I have found them, you know, entrepreneurs are interesting because you love it that they're passionate and directed and focused. And that's both the strength and the weakness. And so I have found that some entrepreneurs are kind of hard-headed and that's good sometimes, but other times they really need to be more open to, to coming up with new ideas to meet the market needs. And then why, how do we get in our own way? Why can't we come up with these on our own? Well, part of it, it's, it's actually very, very simple. Uh, people are misinformed. <laughs> they think brainstorming is the way to come up with ideas. And that's fine, you know, when you're first starting on a problem, you can, hey, let's get together, we'll generate some ideas and withhold judgment and the more ideas, the better. But brainstorming is a technique. It was invented in the late 1930s. It's an antiquated way to come up with new ideas. And so it's frankly, I've spent my life trying to get the world to be aware of this and all the books I've written and the world still doesn't know. And, he, and these are medium and large size companies too. It's about the, the, the secret, if you will, it's about stimuli. So it's about bringing stimuli to your sessions to trigger the brain in different ways. So it's not, how do we get more ideas for a new Oreo? It's okay, let's think about desserts and how can we mash up desserts with a new Oreo cookie to get a very different idea. You've had such incredible success over the decades. Can you give us an example of a client or two and what some of the magical transformations are that you've been responsible for? Well, yeah, uh, I'll, I'll give a quick one just because I mentioned this Oreo made me think of a Chips Ahoy assignment and we were asked to help them uh, invent a new Chips Ahoy. And by the way, um, this is harder than inventing a new uh, feature for an iPhone, right? Because an iPhone, you can, you know, you can have it float in the air, you can project ideas on the wall. I mean, you can go crazy thinking of these ideas in a good way. Uh, a Chips Ahoy, people know what a Chips Ahoy is. And if you violate it too much, it's not a Chips Ahoy anymore. So you have the constraints, the guardrails, if you will. So anyway, one idea we did come up with was we mashed up, uh, we, it's a semantic intuition technique. It's a word combination technique. And uh, it was combining desserts with product forms, with packaging, et cetera, et cetera. We mashed all those up and came up with the idea of a brownie Chips Ahoy. And the food scientists at Mondelez were able to put a layer of brownie inside the chocolate chip cookie. Huge success. By the way, I was, I was in the store one time. I asked a woman about it. She, I said, why are you buying it? She said, it's a brownie inside a chocolate chip cookie. You know, I was like, idiot. Uh, but, but sometimes these ideas are very, very simple. What, what's really important about that, though, it's led to a platform, which is what? A platform, because they figured out how to put a layer inside the cookie, they now have literally a half dozen or more other versions, you know, red velvet and s'mores and fudge all inside of that cookie, which is the sort of the, the nirvana of new product development when idea leads to a whole new platform. Right, you've almost got your own little new Chips Ahoy franchise there. So um, you've achieved so much success. What is your biggest challenge now? Well, the biggest challenge, uh, there was this thing called COVID. I don't know if you, you heard about it. And so it's like uh, most of our ideation work um, was frank and, and also our qualitative research work 
it was all in person, right? Because you wanted the juice of having people come together. And so we had to pioneer, and we've done that to my surprise successfully, how to do ideation virtually and also how to do qualitative research or focus groups, if you want to use the common term, uh, virtually. And what surprised the heck out of me is that this works. <laughs> you know, I thought it had to be in person. But no, there, and it turns out there's actually some huge advantages to doing this stuff virtually besides you know, protection and not having to travel and saving time. Uh, there are other strategic advantages as well to it. Your passion is obvious. What do you like best about what you're doing? Oh my gosh, you know, I think uh, as, a, as a lifelong learner and lover of ideas and lover of the process, uh, you know, people ask me, you know, when will you retire? I'm like, what? What do you, I, you know, I will spend, you know, to my dying breath coming up with new ideas, popularizing the structure of creativity. The, to answer your question, though, it's the love of learning and it's the love, love frankly, of making new connections, having, you know, coming up with a, a, a simply brilliant idea, whether facilitating it or coming up with myself. I mean, you know, what's better than that, right? I mean, Absolutely. It's so great. You talked about the lifelong love of learning. What are some of the favorite books that you've ever read and you can't answer the ones you wrote? Oh, geez, I can't do the ones I wrote, huh? Um, gosh, uh, um, some of the, well, obviously, Man's Search for Meeting is, is, a, is a critical book. I mean, I, I think that should be on everybody's list. I have, a, I have a friend that reads that every year, and it's, it's so tough and so depressing, but it certainly uh, is, is a critical book, right? Um, there, there, are, there are a half dozen uh, ideation technique books, including my own, but, you know, Think or Twice is a good one. Techniques for uh, group dynamic problem solving. That's all part of the work I do. Um, I, you know, uh, I don't know. Uh, should I keep going or? No, those are great. Talk a little, what inspired, talk a little bit about your books. Well, my books, um, the, the newest one is 21 Days to a Big Idea. And I wrote this specifically for current entrepreneurs or aspiring entrepreneurs. Um, this was inspired by a request from Bob Dorf, who was, I don't know if your listeners recognize that name. He co-wrote the book with Steve Blank, uh, the Startup Owner's Manual, the whole Wayne Innovation thing. Bob's a friend. He teaches entrepreneurship at Columbia. And he said, you know, my students are great, but their ideas are not so great. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, they're, they're brilliant students, but can you come up with a process or program to help them get big ideas? And so that's what led to the book, 21 Days to a Big Idea. It's a step-by-step -step approach to help people, quote, get big ideas. And not only the original idea, but ideas on how you manifest that idea, because that is as hard or harder than the original idea. It's how do you innovate that idea? So how do you get the money? How do you get the talent? How do you solve the, the, the sales challenges, et cetera, et cetera? So that's one book. And then the, the other book I would mention um, is uh, Idea Stormers, which is really a, I, I, you know, it's a seminal masterwork on how you design and facilitate ideation approaches for teams. And, and what's unique about that book is that there are no Swiffer, <laughs> you know, Swiffer Apple stories in there, meaning these are all original stories from our own work about how we've had a challenge, like name, you know, you know, name a new ice cream for Ben and Jerry's, I mean, anything, had a challenge, uh, sell more life insurance, whatever it was, had real world challenges, uh, the technique we used to address that challenge, how we solved it and what that led to in the marketplace. And so that's a unique contribution to the field that sort of 
Beginning, Middle, and End. Uh, and that book is called uh, Idea Stormers. That's a Wiley Josie Bass book. And what, I mean, you give advice all of the time. What's some of the best advice you've ever gotten? Oh, gosh. Well, my dad, who was a, a brilliant creative guy, which is, you know, if we're not overly Freudian here, it's, he inspired my love of ideas and interest in how you get ideas. He did say to me, um, you know, I don't care what you do, but figure out how to sell. <laughs> I'm like, really? That sounds like a drag. He said, no, no, no. First of all, it can be fun. But secondly, no matter what you do in life, you have to learn how to sell. And another way to say that is you have to learn how to present. So, uh, you know, kids in college, they, you know, I, my son, um, when he was going to college, uh, I said, you know, you're going to get two of the three things you need. The first is you're going to learn how to think because he was a philosophy major. The second is you got to learn how to write, which is critical. And what you probably won't get, but which is also critical, is how to present. And uh, so he, he thanked me for that, I think. I bet. I bet. <laughs> for our folks watching and listening who want to learn more, where is the best place for us to send them? Uh, our website, growth-engine.com. Uh, it, it does a good job of explaining all the different kinds of services we off, offer. And, and by the way, just one of the fun things, back to your other question, is we're constantly inventing new services like disruptive wargaming or TradeLink or R3, rapid response rotation, you know, eating our own dog food. We, we should be able to create new models. And that's what we're doing constantly. And that's uh, really fun. The, the other advice I would give is to find out ways to partner with other people and other organizations because, um, gosh, I partnered with an IBM guy and we created a workshop called uh, Inventing Jobs That Don't Yet Exist as a, as a training for, for students and, and, and also HR directors. And so that's an idea that never would have occurred to me had I not linked up with this, uh, you know, this uh, ex-IBM guy. That is awesome. Fascinating interview. Incredible business. Uh, this has been Seth Green for Shark Venor with Brian Mattimore of growth-engine.com. Brian, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks, Seth. Really fun. <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for watching or listening. Go create something that doesn't exist yet and make sure to check out Brian Mattimore and Growth Engine. Do you need money to fund your idea, product, or service? Are you ready to take your business to the next level but need capital to get it done? Kevin Harrington has heard more than 50,000 pitches and knows how to help you make the perfect pitch to get the funding for your entrepreneurial dream. He's distilled the process down in his perfect pitch cheat sheet, and it's yours for free. Just text PITCH to him right now at 727-888-2100. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 right now and claim your free perfect pitch cheat sheet. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 to start funding your dream today. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.